Hello everyone and welcome back to the Bench Rubbers podcast. Two weeks ago I previewed and predicted the Skybet League 2 week 9 of 46. Uh, since then we've had a break a break away from League 2 with some FA Cup fixtures uh, where all, I believe all the League 2 sides were in action unless any coronavirus happenings have happened, if that makes sense. Players self-isolating, having to deal with it unfortunately. Hope everyone's families are well. Uh, and basically we're doing the exact same this weekend for match day 12 of 46 I believe it is. Uh, that could be wrong. I'll have to double check that after this recording goes out. However, that means my coach Josh is currently not with me. Uh, he focuses more on the Premier League and the Championship sort of side of things, whereas I prefer to focus on League One and League Two. Uh, yeah, let's get straight into this. I am not going to preview Bolton versus Salford City as that game is happening whilst I'm recording this. So by the time this episode comes out, uh, it'll be too late and it won't make any sense. Uh, however, saying that before, it's currently nineteen thirty-five on Friday evening. This time I'm spending my Friday, by the way. Uh, and I am going to be predicting that Salford City will come out for a 2-1 victory against Bolton. If that turns out to be true, I'm going to be very happy. Uh, begin off the, be, beginning off then, sorry, for tomorrow's fixtures, Walsall will be hosting Southend United at the Banks Stadium. Uh, Walsall are in decent form, I believe. That's a complete lie, they're not in decent form. Uh, they're actually in pretty tragic form, looking at their fixtures here. Uh, lost to Oxford United and Bristol Rovers in space for a week. Uh, obviously, two higher league oppositions, two tough fixtures, not in the league, of course, because of that. Uh, nevertheless, lost 2-1 to Bristol Rovers and lost 1-0 to Oxford. Whereas in the actual league itself, uh, in the last game, they got a pretty decent victory against Crawley Town. Drew with Mansfield Town, who at the time, I believe, were managerless, so that's not a great result. Uh, lost to Cambridge, who obviously on a roar right now. Drawn with Barrow, drawn with Bradford, drawn with Exeter, drawn with Colchester. Yeah, they become one of those draw merchant sides of the season, which explains why they are currently sat in 12th position, a bit of a mid-table side. Uh, however, saying that, you look at who they're against, Southend United, who... I, think, I could be wrong here. I don't believe they've got a single victory this season. No, they haven't. Uh, they've picked up two points at the possible 33 so far. It's been a dire start to the season for Southend United. I'm hoping to talk about it more in a future podcast with Josh. Uh, but something bad is happening at Southend with the players and with the management behind. Uh, a lot of problems going on with the chairman. I think they had a transfer embargo at the beginning of the season where I'm pretty sure they brought someone in, uh, Emmanuel Sadebe, who was a very good player for this level. I think he ended up going to a different League 2 side. Uh, I'll have to double check that afterwards. He went to a different team in the league to another. I can't remember quite who. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, he had to leave the club straight away because the transfer embargo. He couldn't quite be signed on for them. It was a bit pointless, really. Uh, nevertheless, they are in shocking form. Lost to their biggest rivals, Colchester United, six one in the football league trophy. Uh, Papa John's trophy. Sorry, I forgot to change the name uh, on Tuesday. Lost to Boreham Wood, who are a national league side, on Saturday. The week before that, lost three 0 to Bradford. Lost two 0 to Portville. Lost 2-1 to Oldham, lost 2-0 to Tranmere, lost 3-0 to Oldham, lost 2-0 to Cheltenham. I could go on with these defeats, guys. It is, it's dire right now for Southend United. And unfortunately, against Walsall, I can't really see it continuing. Walsall have got some good players like the likes of George Nurse. Uh, he's been doing quite well for them. I believe he's got voted for the League 2 goal of the month, which he's got against Bradford, unfortunately for me, uh, as I am a Bradford fan. Uh, Elijah Adebayo, I like him up top. A big target man striker, very powerful going forward. Uh... And of course, they've got a strong defence as well. The likes of Matt Sadler, a very good player. Nevertheless, I'm going to go for a 2 0 Walsall. I believe this game will be a bit of a close and shut one. Tramia right now couldn't hit a barn door, if that makes sense. They, is that the same? I believe that's the same. They're, just not, they're not in very good form, to say the least. And I think that will show against Walsall once again. Uh, next up then is Portville versus Tramia. I am actually going to be reporting this game for Vavil, who I've recently joined as part of their sort of journalism football thing uh, I've, I've done a few articles from already I'll, there'll be a link to all of that in the description or if not you can check out my Twitter which is just at Gabriel R. Ramsey uh, but yeah Tranmere will be facing Port Vale in the league 
Uh, sorry, just having a quick look over some of the results that they've just had. Portville, the home side, they're not in the best of form. Uh, that's a lie completely. Again, I don't like you doing this. I just looked at one of the results and predicted because, well, the last Saturday they lost 1-0 to Kingsland Town in the FA Cup, which is obviously a shocking result. Uh, Kingsland currently competing in the National League after their promotion last season. Uh, however, saying that they beat Southend, they beat Cheltenham, they beat Oldham, uh, beat Salford. They're beating some good teams in there. Cheltenham, uh, obviously not Southend, but Oldham and Salford are two very tough teams who are, sometimes are hard to break down. Uh, during that, they did go to Cambridge again, but I'll get on to Cambridge a bit later. Nevertheless, they beat Liverpool in the 21 side during the week, and yeah, Port Vale are a very good side up against Tramia Rovers, who are currently managerless. Uh, literally, as I, was, as I was about to start recording this episode, I've been doing a preview for that game, so that will also be up on my Twitter soon. Uh, saying that Tramia have somehow hit good form. Uh, they've won their past three games in the Papa John's Trophy against Wigan Athletic. Could be Accrington Stanley, who obviously are a higher division side in the FA Cup, and of course beat Harrogate Town, who again have had a good start to the season. But before that, when they had Mike Jackson, who was their manager, he's he got sacked on Halloween. They lost to Markham, lost to Crawley, lost to Leighton Orient, lost to Newport. Again, not not very good for Tramia right now. Saying that they're currently in seventeenth position, I think they will now start to see a rise up table linked with Danny Cowley which I think would be an absolutely, well, one of the best managerial appointments in this entire league, if not the best. Uh, absolutely quality manager. I don't really understand why Huddersfield Town have sacked him. Uh, we saw him do it at Lincoln as well in this league, so he's used to it. Very, very good manager, and I'd be surprised uh, if he took that job, because I think he could definitely do it at championship level, to be completely honest. That's how good of an appointment I think it is. Uh, nevertheless, I'm going to have to go with a 2-1 Portville. I like this Portville side. I like John Askey, very good manager. Mark Cullen up top along, alongside Tom Pope or Devante Rodney, two very good strikers, well, three. Sorry, uh, there like likes Tom Conlon in behind. I think he's a really good midfielder. I think he's League One level. Uh, Leon Leg, great defender. They've got a really good squad, and of course Scott Brown, between the sticks, is well. I've seen some popular fans call him the best goalkeeper in the league. Nevertheless, then next up, Cambridge United versus Barrow. Obviously, I talked a little bit about Cambridge before. How good form they've been in. Uh, they've just been well wiping up teams left, right, and centre at some at points. Uh, currently sit second in the league. They've got the top scorer. I was talking to someone about this today. How. He's got some like he's six goals clear of whoever's second behind him. Uh, Paul Mullen is a really good player. He's done really well for him so far. The time from Tramia on a permanent deal in the summer. Uh, quickly just get the results up then for Cambridge United. Uh, yeah, beat Peterborough in the, their biggest rivals in the Papa John's Trophy. I'm sure the fans are very happy with that. Did lose Shrewsbury in the FA Cup first round, but I believe I'm right in saying that Cambridge part of one of their reserve sides. I'm not sure why they do that to be honest with you, but. Uh, that's just what I saw on Twitter after the defeat. Beat Salford in the league, but Walsall in the league. Right now, I mean, completely honest, they're not, they're not in the greatest of form. Saying that, they did beat Scunthorpe less than a month ago, 5-0, and beat Pateville. Portville, 3-1. But they've drawn with Bolton, who aren't doing very good. They've drawn with Crawley, who I don't think are doing the, the best. Uh, obviously, lost to Shrewsbury. Yeah, I, it's nevertheless, Cambridge are a very good side. Maybe in a slight rut under... Uh, God, I forgot his name, the manager. God, I'm going to be kicking myself for that nearly... Oh, God. Anyway. Yeah, moving on then. Uh, whereas Barrow, they're not also in great form, I to be honest with you. They picked up a few recent results. Lost to Arkenton in the Cup and lost to Grimsby. But before that, they got their first victories in the league where they beat Mansfield Town 4-2. Uh, Mansfield were manager loss, I believe, at the time. Or the manager might have got sacked after that game. Uh, and they also Bradford in the league. I watched that game. Honestly, Barrow looked very promising. Very, very good at holding onto the ball. I think uh, David Dunn, as the manager, has done very well for them. And I think he's going to get them kicking now. Uh, nevertheless, Barrow, they currently sit in uh, 18th position, so doing below Tramia there, whereas Cambridge are in second position. I think Cambridge got a very good squad. If they can get Paul Mullen going well, uh, then we'll be seeing a 2-0 to Cambridge. Don't get me wrong, I think Barrow will do well, but 
for this game, uh, it's going to be difficult for um, Barrow. I can't remember if it's Mullen then. Anyway, uh, next up then is Carlisle United, who will be playing... Just a second, sorry. Uh, God, I need to get these up. Carlisle United versus Cheltenham uh, in the League 2. Carlisle then. I'd like to apologise because I'm really unprepared for this episode. Uh, they're in... Uh, they're in alright form, to be fair to them. I think they're doing quite well in the league as well. So, so, so that, yeah, in the playoff positions right now, I can see them putting a bit of a playoff push. If you look back at mine and Josh's predictions earlier in the season for League 2, you'll see uh, I put them in there for the playoffs. I think they might have put them in for fourth position, I think it was, because I believe that they'll, they'll do really, really well. Nevertheless, in Carlisle United, they uh, beat Hayes and Yedin United on penalties in the FA Cup. I did watch the penalty shot because Hayes and Yedin were 2 up. Is it this game, I believe it was? Where, uh, yes, it was. Hayes and Yedin were 2 up and they took it, took it to extra time, did Hayes and Yedin. Well, obviously, I don't even know what league they're in, but they're very low down in non-league. Uh, but goals from Omar Rome, Amos Nasher gave them a 2-0 lead. And then in the 118th and 121st minute, Carlisle's John Mellish came in and brought the, back, the game back to 2-2. And then Carlisle got the victory on penalties. I'm sure the manager wasn't very happy with that, Chris Beach. Um, but nevertheless, a victory is a victory. They beat Newport before that, who obviously were top of, uh, are top of the league. To lose to Exeter, but then again, a bit more come and a few that before they had a, a few draws with the likes of Greenspit and Oldham Athletic. Meanwhile, their opponents tomorrow, Cheltenham Town, uh, they're in again very up and down form. I'm not too sure whether they're in the league. I'll double check that again quickly. Six positions, so this is a big game for the playoffs, uh, for the future. But nevertheless, Cheltenham they beat Norwich City on the twenty ones in the cup on Tuesday. They beat South Shields, uh, on the previous Saturday before that. Uh, in the league itself, they have like I said a bit up and down form. Lost to Oldham Athletic, which is a bit pretty poor, poor result for them. Saying that, though, they did beat Forest Green, which is a great result. El Glossico, a big derby between these two sides. Uh, I previewed that game as well, I believe, last week. Uh, and, of course, they lost to Portville before that. But, nevertheless, this game is going to be a big one. I think these two sides are going to be difficult to split. I think Carlisle will be vying for a result because it only just managed to beat a non-league side on penalties. I can't imagine Chris Beach being very happy with that result. I'm sure uh, he'll be expecting his side to come out and just do better to be honest with you because it, it, they've just avoided embarrassment many would say but uh, yeah I'm going to go over 1-1 one, one there because I think it's going to be a very close game uh, and I'm, yeah I don't really have anything else on that next up then Old Athletic versus Scunthorpe United I uh, did a preview for this for Vavil which you can check down on my Twitter I believe it was my first article for the moon I say no it was second second sorry uh, but nevertheless no, well, I'm second, my third. I'm, I'm on a terrible roll today. Uh, nevertheless, Oldham Athletic versus Scunthorpe. Oldham have not had a great start to the season. Uh, these two sides, obviously, at battle with the ownership. Scunthorpe have had problems with their recruitment and with just, I don't know. I haven't really looked into the Scunthorpe situation that moment with the Oldham one. But nevertheless, it's not looking good for Scunthorpe. They've obviously had to deal with a lot of coronavirus problems, which explains why they're currently 22nd or 23rd in the league. Second bottom, I still don't know what it is because I don't know what's happened with Barrow. Uh, not Barrow, uh, Macclesfield and Bury, of course. Nevertheless, yeah, the 23rd in the league, got four points out of possible eight. So, obviously, not in great form right now. They've lost the last five. But saying that, um, yeah, they've had to deal with a lot of coronavirus problems, playing games with not the main players and things like that. Nevertheless, with Oldham Athletic, they're in very decent form. I like to say they've beaten Bradford in the Papa John's Trophy. Admittedly, Bradford did put out a bit of a weaker side. They beat Hampton and Richmond 3-2. Uh, I did watch that game and I did review it. It was a very good game. Oldham did very well. Dylan Bahambula. On the win, looked very promising. Daniel Rowe pulled out the magic with an absolutely outstanding goal. Uh, and Oldham looked really promising, I'd like to say. Uh, beat Cheltenham for that. Beat Southend as well. Yeah, Oldham, they're in good form. Whereas Scunthorpe right now, they're near the bottom of the league. Not doing well at all. Also, Solihull Moors in the Cup on Sunday. 
who are non-league side of course and for that alone I'm going to go over 4 nil. Uh, Oldham, I think this could be a really big demolition job for them. I, I'm confident in Oldham's ability, and I think they'll do uh, really well, which hopefully can see them shoot the table. And, well, uh, cameraman uh, Jack, who obviously not on the anchor, but on the actual YouTube videos, were very pleased at results, as he is a Oldham fan. Next up, then, is Forest Green Rovers versus Mansfield. Forest Green, and uh, not in the greatest of form, I'm going to say. Uh, lost to Swindon on, on Tuesday. Lost to Lincoln City 6-2, which is a bit of a... Poor results. I know Lincoln and Forest Green have a slight diver between them due to their days back in the National League. Before that, they did pick up a result against Leighton Orient, which was 2-1. Uh, yeah, I think everyone kind of backed Forest Green to be like pushing for the automatics this season, despite the fact they um, finished, I think it was 10th position last season. And they're certainly doing that so far, currently sitting in third position. Uh, and I think people were confident against Mansfield Town. But saying that, Mansfield are in good form themselves. They beat Scunthorpe on Tuesday, beat Sunderland, which is a fantastic result for them. Uh, drew with Bolton before that, drew with Walsall before that and lost to Barrow. But saying that, they had a different manager at that time. They had, um, oh God, what's his name? The former Bristol Rovers manager. I've completely forgot. But nevertheless, since then, they brought in Nigel Clough, of course, who's the former Burton Albion manager. Uh, just looking at it right before I start recording, he's brought in some of his backroom staff from Burton as well. So people who are used to playing at a higher level and know the standards that are required. And honestly, Mansfield may be down in, uh, double check this quickly, in 22nd position, a very poor start to leave, but I'm going to back them to win this game. Forest going to be a good side, don't get me wrong. Uh, I was recently talked to Laurie Martin, who is a, uh, covers Forest Green for the Gloucestershire Live. But saying that, I'm really confident in Mansfield. I think they'll shoot right at the table now with Nigel Clough. He's a fantastic manager, uh, previously managed in the Championship, of course, with Burton. He took them all the way up there. Uh, I'm going to go for 2-0 Mansfield. It's at Forest Green, I believe. Double check that again quickly. Yes, it is. But um, nevertheless, I'm really confident. Next up then, a game which I wish I was watching, but I'm sad they're not. Bradford City, who obviously my support team, are hosting Exeter City at the uh, not Northern Commercial Stadium. It's changed now. The Utility, Utility Energy Stadium. Got there in the end. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, anyway... Bradford not had a great start to the season, if I'm being completely honest, from a fan's standard point of view. They currently sit, I believe it's in 15th position. It is 12 points out of a possible 30. Not brilliant. Stuart McCall uh, been getting a few criticisms. That's not right. That's not the way to say that. Been getting some criticism in recent weeks, but it's pulled out, to be fair to him. Bradford obviously scored uh, a massive terrible 10 goals in the space of a week, uh, defeating Southend on the Tuesday, Tuesday night, Tuesday before this one. Uh, 3-0 and beating Tom Bridge Angels on the Saturday. 7-0 at the 12.30 kickoff. Great result for McCall's men there. Uh, before that, they hit a bit of bad form. Lost to Barrow, lost to Bolton, lost to Newport. Drew Walsall, lost uh, to Harrogate. Yeah, things weren't looking great. And they lost to Oldham on Tuesday, but like I said before, for the Oldham result, uh, Bradford Park were a bit of a weak inside, so it's not a massive surprise. Uh, nevertheless, Exeter will be a very difficult position. People are going to be paying close attention to this game, but mainly at Bradford. Exeter in fourth position have looked very strong so far this season. Uh, with that being said, uh, people... Sorry, I was just reading something. Bradford are going to be clear for the watch because they've just beaten Tom Ranger 7-0. They've just beaten Southend 3-0. They've clearly got goals in them and clean sheets in them. Uh, obviously, it's a shame the Oldham game happened between that because, yeah, that kind of took everything out of the way. Um... But yeah, people were watching this game closer because they believe that maybe this could be Bradford's turning point. They might start to get pick up the results and move up the table. I'm obviously very hopeful of that happening, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I'll hopefully be covering Bradford in the future for Bevel rather than other League Two sides because that's my preferred choice. But nevertheless, I'm happy to cover anyone, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, then again, extra a good side. And honestly, I'm going to have to back extra for this game. I'm going to go one extra. 
Uh, I think McCall's found his system in a five at the back formation with the likes of Staunton in there. Uh, fantastic player. Been my player of the season, to be honest, so far. Uh, Connor Wood work, works really well in that left wing back position with Bryce Asana. Uh, obviously, just signed a new contract with Leeds United, so congratulations to him. Uh, again, fantastic player. And I'm sure, well, Leeds fans will be seeing more of him in the future. But yeah, McCall's found his system. Needs to down, stick with it. I wouldn't change it for this extra game, extra game even though the defeat came at Oldham on Tuesday. Uh, I keep going with it. And I'm sure I'll start finding the results. Next up then, Harrogate Town up against Crawley Town, the Battle of the Towns. Harrogate uh, obviously had a very decent start to the season. The, I just pressed off it one second. Uh, had a very decent start to the season. They were picking up results. I think they beat South and it was on the opening day, which now doesn't look like it's a bit of a shock. Uh, but at the time, Harrogate were top of the league and they'd obviously got promoted and everyone was like, who are Harrogate Town, if that makes sense. Nevertheless, they're currently sitting in 14th position with 15 points. Uh, up against Crow Town, who are currently in eighth position, had a very decent start to the season with John Yems in, in charge. Uh, Crowley beat Ipswich on Tuesday night, which is obviously a brilliant result. Uh, in the game of the weekend as well, beat Torquay 6 5 at Torquay Stadium. Uh, the thing is, I was watching that game, I turned it off when it got to 2 2 because I, I wanted to go watch a different FA Cup game. So I missed, uh, God, maths. I'm not going to try to work it out. I missed like seven something goals, something like that. Uh, but the crazy thing about that game is that it went into extra time when it was, I believe, 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, I'm going to say it was 2-2, two, two, but I'm looking at the result here. I don't see how it was 2-2. Two, two. Anyway, um, yeah, obviously going into extra time. No, it wasn't. It was 1-1. One, one. Sorry, I'm very confused because the thing I'm reading it has completely got it wrong because it's saying that Torquay actually won the game 2-1. Uh, nevertheless, then, uh, going into extra time, it was a very low score, and obviously it absolutely just... Flight in the end, but nevertheless, I like the look at this Crawley team. They've picked up some good results 4 0 against Tramia, beat Cambridge 2 1. They've clearly got goals in them, they've got the form in them. The likes of Max Waters coming in, or Waters coming in, he's been a great signing. Tom Nichols has done really well. I believe Jake Heskiff is unavailable for this game because of his suspension he picked up against Cambridge United. Uh, whereas Harrogate Town lost a hole, lost a hole on Tuesday night, but did beat Skelmersdale United, a bit of a Yorkshire diver there 4 1 on Friday night. Uh, so, week today, I believe, at the time when it depends when you're watching this. Not in great form Mitler right now. Lost to Tramia 1 0. Lost to Newport County 2 1. Lost to Stevenage. Oh, Drew Stevenage 0 no, 0. No, sorry. Uh, beat Col uh, lost to Colchester 2 1. Uh, the last victory came on the 20th of October. So, yeah, it's nearly been a month since and they got a victory in the league. So, they'll be hoping to pick that up. They'll be looking at the likes of Aaron Martin to pick up the goals. Uh, John Stead, of course. Sorry, I was just quickly reading something. Uh, yeah, Harrogate have got a very good squad. I said this when I was watching their game against Bradford uh, about a month ago. Josh Falkingham in the field is an absolutely quality player and he's proved a difference this season. I said how he believes he can play a higher league position. Uh, George Thompson, obviously, on the wing alongside Jack Muldoon. That looks like it could work. Looks very, very interesting. Uh, I'm hopeful that Harrogate will do well. You know, it's good to see Yorkshire Yards do well. Uh, next up then is Colchester United versus Leighton Orient. I'll quickly up with Colchester's results. Uh, just a second, sorry. Uh, there we go. Yeah, Colchester obviously picked up that influential 6-1 victory on Tuesday night up against Southend United. That's very good for them. I'm pretty sure the manager will be delighted with that. However, before that, I did lose to Marine in the FA Cup, which is a bit of an embarrassing result for a non-league side. Probably should let off some steam in that Southend game. Before that, they were in decent form. Beat Stevenage, beat Harrogate Town, uh, beat Forest Green. Uh, yeah, they did pick up results and I think it's shown in the, well, not the table because they're in 11th position. I thought they were doing a lot better than that. Uh, but yeah, up against Leighton Orient, who currently sits in 13th position. Leighton Orient, obviously not a great start to the campaign, unfortunately. Um, coming up against the likes of Charlton, losing there, losing to Newport in the FA Cup, losing to Forest Green. Uh, did beat Bolton 4-0 to let off a bit of steam there as well. Beat Stevenage 2-0, Drew 1-0 with Exeter. 
they're very yo-yo side right now. Later on, we're picking up some results, but then again, losing some results. If that makes sense. Uh, so at times they can look really dangerous. We like to Josh Wright, for example, or CC in midfield, who have both done very well for the club. Uh, Danny Johnson top up dangerous at times alongside Connor Wilkinson, Joby McEnough behind. Again, a very good player. Depends if Colchester can hold on to them. I like the look of this Colchester team. I think they've always been just brilliant, to be honest with them. I think they, they brought in someone recently. I think it was Michael Felive, 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 Felive from Watford. A very good signing. A big, powerful striker. Giovanni Brown got a hat-trick against Southend on Tuesday night, so I'm sure he'll be into the team as well, as usual. Uh, Kwan Poku looked very dangerous when I went to watch them last season. A uh, very tricky player on the wing, or he can play on the centre if he needs to maybe even go up front. Uh, yeah, I like Lucas Cotter's team. They're doing very well for themselves, and I think they'll pick up. I've, I've, oh my God, I've not been predicting games. I've just completely realised. I Okay, Harrogate Town, I'm going to predict their game. Sorry about that. This has been one of the worst podcasts I've ever done. Uh, Harrogate Town, their game, I will predict for a one note crawler. John Yem's very good manager. I'm sure he'll pull off a masterclass in Yorkshire. Cottage United versus Leighton Orient. Uh, that game, I'll have to go for a... I'm going to go for 2-1 Colchester. I think Colchester are a good side right now. Giovanni Brown will be on the score sheet. Again, he's flying in forward right now. And I'm sure he'll carry that into the Leighton Orient game. Next up then, Morecambe versus Stevenage. This is the final game. And it feels weird saying that because I feel like this podcast has been a lot shorter than the previous one. Uh, but nevertheless, Morecambe, they are in... They're in decent form, to be fair. I think they're up there in the league. Yeah, they're in ninth position, which is good, good for them. Because uh, everyone always predicts Morecambe to finish towards the bottom of the league. And they have done in recent years, to be fair. Uh, we've got new management in, in Derek Adams, of course, who's been doing very well. He joined last season uh, after Jim Bentley chose to leave the club. Best of luck to Jim Bentley, by the way, who's been having uh, some surgery on his brain after having some problems uh, previously, now manager of AFC Fell. Best of luck to him, of course. Uh, nevertheless, Mark of decent form, beat more than a tip tree in the FA Cup. Drew Bexter beat Tramia, uh, but before that, got a few defeats in the hand. I think that could possibly be the reason why they've slipped down, because I know they were quite up there, uh, quite high up there originally. Uh, but yeah, up against a very not great Stevenage side, to be honest with you. Uh, currently sitting in 21st position. Obviously, they were supposed to be relegated, so they were they have brought, brought in non-league players and are doing very well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't know much about these two teams. Of all the teams in League 2, Morecambe and Stevenage, probably two teams I know the least about. Uh, so for that alone, I'm just going to go for a 1-0 Morecambe, judging from League positions. Morecambe up there, pushing for a playoff. So hopefully, they've got a great manager in Derek Adams, who used to do it at Plymouth, of course. Uh, whereas Stevenage haven't got a good enough players in my opinion need to bring some serious additions in January. Alex Ravel at management was it too big of a step up? I know some fans are calling for his head already. I think the fact that there's three teams in this league who aren't doing as well as Stevenage fans should be happy with that. Honestly, they should be hoping just to scrape survival this season. Judging from some of the players they brought in their position last season, you think about it, if Stevenage fans are being told the one position off Bolton and three points behind Bolton uh, at some point in the season, I'm sure they'd be absolutely buzzing. To be honest with you. Uh, but yes, nevertheless, that's all the League 2 fixtures right there, and that's going to bring an end to this week's episode of the Bench Runs Podcast. Sorry it was a bit shorter, uh, I had to quickly just put this one out there due to, uh, well, not having enough time to record it, to be honest with you, because obviously League 2 games were, well, kicked off in less than 24 hours at the time you are watching this, so I had to quickly get it out, I'm sure, well, I hope you all enjoyed it, and I'll see you all next week. <laughs>